Hey, Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halstead, and today, me and Micah are going to be talking about Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Micah, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Thanks for having me. Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi, man, it was so good. You know, it was, and I want to start by asking the question, what did you think this series was going to be about going in? I know that they kind of gave us some heads up, but what did you think moving forward as we got closer to it? Uh, were you hyped for this one? Were you not? What What were your thoughts moving in? Yeah, so I was um, really excited because, I mean, you and Will have got me into, and even Chad at work have really gotten me into the the animated world of Star Wars. And I never thought, you know, two years ago that I would really be into animated anything. But um, Clone Wars was great. Uh, Bad Batch was better. <laughs> um, you know, and even I've watched Rebels and some other series, but like, this going into this i i thought that they were going to heavily focus on ahsoka um and just you know we we talked about it before we started recording jordan but we've talked about the uh the animated series or not the the live action series that they're going to do with ahsoka and the next year or two i don't know when that's coming yeah, out i think it comes out next year um but you know i thought that this, this was going to be kind of like a prequel to that like kind of give us a taste of what um her her origin was uh more so than what we got in the clone wars and you know kind of a background of who ahsoka was but uh it kind of focused on you know period of time and everything that was going on in different areas of um that i don't know the prequel area of the the star wars uh saga the timeline um and they they did a great job and i think they delivered um it was just um, I don't know, man, more Star Wars stuff that I see that's animated is just a breath of fresh air. And it's like, man, <laughs> why were the prequels even made? <laughs> because these animated series do such a great job of telling that story with all the details that we wanted with episodes one, two, and three. You know, I, I would argue, I think that it set the foundation that all of this with the Clone Wars, with Tales of the Jedi, it only enhances what the prequels have. Like, does that make sense? Like, well, I, I and I would agree with like, that. I'm just saying, like, if the if the prequels are made and the animated stuff wasn't, like, you don't get all the details that you're talking. Yeah, you're not about. getting all that the same way. And and Dave Filoni has just destroyed it with his storytelling, with how he created things, and and he worked directly with George Lucas to understand these characters. And I just I love the way that it was handled. Um, this series blew me out of the water. I actually have been trying not to pay attention too closely for the sole purpose that I feel like Star Wars and Marvel, there's so much content that I just, I want to get through each one as it happens. And you're like, Hey, you ready for tales of the Jedi? And I was like, shoot, I don't even know what this one is. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm just trying to just let it kind of sneak up on me and me just be like, yes. Cause like werewolf by night, I was so excited and it like, I feel like I was so invested on trying to like wait on that one because I was getting through She-Hulk and then we got to Werewolf by Night and I'm like I don't want to I don't want to be so focused on the next movie or the next event. I want to be here in the now. And so when this came up on me, I was so pleasantly surprised. This series just was amazing from start to finish. So yeah, yeah I you know, I would totally agree. It, it snuck up on us because I think they were, you know, I think you and I a couple of weeks ago we were talking about like, man, I can't wait to see Black Adam and I can't wait to see Wakanda Forever. And it's like, by the way, knock, knock, knock. 
you know, <laughs> Star Wars is dropping something too. And I mean, Star like, Wars is over here, like, hey, remember me? I'm still well, here. Well, and to be fair, they they dropped and there's Andor still going on. So like, Andor yeah. still has a couple more episodes with their first season. And um, with with all due respect, you know, this is just a mini series, and you know, there's only I think six episodes total, and they were 15 minutes each with credits. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it snuck up on us, but but again, I just think that they knocked it out of the park. So, which of the six stories was your favorite? And I'll even give you two if you want to do an Ahsoka favorite and a Dooku favorite. Um, I think you and I are going to pick the same one, and that's why I'm kind of sighing a little bit. It's okay. Um, it's okay. I really like the Sith Lord one, and I also like Resolve, which was the last one. Um. I can tell uh, you that's not going to be my choices for oh, both of them. I thought, you, I thought you told me that Resolve was going to like your favorite or at least one of your favorites. No. Oh, okay. I like the Sith Lord. Excuse me. Um, Sith Lord, Resolve. And if I didn't pick those, I would probably pick Life and Death and Justice. Because I, I really wanted the Qui-Gon story. And I think we got the Qui-Gon story. Yeah. <laughs> I told Rich today that at work. I was like... Give me more Qui-Gon. Always give me more Qui-Gon. <laughs> Anything with Liam Neeson. Yes. I'm. Mm, what yeah. were your favorites? Well, I will agree with you. I think the Sith Lord was this beautiful piece because it didn't just show us how we got Dooku. It also legitimized the clone army. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and I love how that one set literally in place of episode one. Like that whole this episode being the Sith Lord was in the time frame of the Phantom Menace. So like it it like starts where you're maybe halfway through and then and they do the Tales of the Jedi and then they do their thing and then it starts to pick up the story and episode one is now over. And then Yaddle comes in, which I thought was a great way to explain how she's not in episode two. But no one says anything. So now I want to know what happened after. How does how does Dooku hide this? Um, and and I hope that they continue this. I would love for this to be. We get six episodes every three to six months, like or four, three, yeah, anywhere between there, three, four, six, whatever, however many months in between. And then you just choose new Jedi every single time. Like we can get a little bit more Anakin during the Clone Wars. Hey, we can get some more Obi Wan here or there. Maybe like young Obi Wan, um, in between episodes one and and uh, one and two with Anakin and Obi Wan. Maybe you get some Kit Fisto or Kyan Mundi. Um, like you could, you've got Plo Koon for Pete's sake. Like you, you have so many different people that you could pull from, and you could even get future Jedi being Luke Skywalker. Like we we could get some of that too, and I think that that would be really cool. But I loved the Sith Lord episode, and then my. Uh, other favorite that I liked was practice makes perfect. And it was the one that deeply tied into the setup for season seven of the clone wars, which is hands down one of my favorite seasons. Uh, It introduced the bad batch. It was focused on Ahsoka, the way that they brought Darth Maul back. They were setting things up because they already knew, Hey, Darth Maul has to live. Hey, Ahsoka has to live. There's these characters who will have to live. We know that in rebels, we're going to have, uh, or Captain Rex and Commander Cody. So it's like, you have to, how, how do you write these guys in and still do the devastation of Order 66? Mm-hmm. And so like, 
this, I think, paired so well with, okay, well, how did they survive? Well, she trained for that event. Um, Darth Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker trained her for that. So I, well, they, I thought that well, was just really well. And at the end of that episode, it's, it's just her like kind of like, they kind of pan to that episode in uh, season seven of yeah. the Clone Wars. And it's like her getting From ready to go. View. Yes. And I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and then the Sith Lord episode, you know, the, the, um, the Dooku and Yaddle face off where it was like, okay, what you've done is wrong. You know, just come with me. We'll fix it. But you know, the Not too far gone yes. mentality. And you know, with, with Sidious there, it's like, who are you going to choose? Like you had that moment and you don't see those moments a lot. Right. Which it's, it's ironic too. Um, how manipulative the Sidious was because if you fast forward to episode three, when Anakin, you know, cuts Dooku's head off, like right at the beginning of the movie, he like, he doesn't like Sidious just doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, you know, he, he wants, he gets what he wants out of. I think he was biding his time. Cause I yeah. think that with him helping manipulate the force to create Anakin, I think he was just biding his time until he could get Anakin on his side. Mm-hmm. Well, but he used to, again, he used who he wanted to, when he wanted to, and for how long he wanted yeah. to, I guess is the point that I was making. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see more of Dooku. It was cool to see more of that connection with Dooku. Uh, and um, a pre-episode to Dooku at yes. that too. Um, and my friend Rich, who's you know been on other Star Wars episodes here at Nerd Talk, he told me this morning at work, he was like, you know, it was cool to see more of Dooku other than him and Yoda fighting in episode two. So uh, what's great about these animated series and other projects that they're working on is they're going back and just adding to the story, the overarching story of, of Star Wars and the legacy that Star Wars is. Some are great, some are not, um, but they can, it's it's just magic, right? How they can keep going back and forth and timelines and fixing stuff and setting stuff up and making stuff better. And, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's crazy how they can keep doing that. And it, <laughs> If, if we're having a battle with Star Wars live action versus Star Wars animated, I think the animated stuff's taking the cake right now. I think the animated stuff will always take the cake because of what Dave Filoni has done. Yeah. That guy just, he knows how to write it. He's He's been phenomenal. Well, um, and, the, and the look too. Like you can do so much more with animated stuff than you can live action. Well, because you don't have to hurt anybody and you don't have to draw uh, the the animation of a person and try and fit the human piece in and then the animation in with CGI and all this. Like, you can do just straight, like, comic books into animation, which I think I think that's just really cool. What did you think of seeing other characters show up? Like, you had uh, the, the Jedi librarian, you had uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, you have Yoda, um, who's who's there for a hot second? You saw Plo, Plo, was it Plo Koon? I think you saw um, Obi Wan Kenobi, who looked a little bit different than he did in the Clone Wars. You had Anakin in there. Uh, Mace Windu was a big one, and having having him be a part of something. What did you think of having them be involved? And do you want to see more of their stories, or who who would you want to see of theirs uh, to to add to Tales of the Jedi? I mean. Like I said before, give me Qui-Gon all day long. Um, <laughs> and for a hot second, I thought I forgot that Dooku was was um, Qui-Gon's master. You know, because they don't really tell that story in episode one in the, in the movie. Um, it's just, you know, it was, you know, 
like a reminder, I guess, if anything else, um, watching the series the other day, um, that they, they were together and like in the second episode, justice of tales of the Jedi, like you really like, Oh, that's Qui-Gon and that's his master. And, you know, it shows kind of like, you know, Qui-Gon or not Qui-Gon, I'm sorry, uh, Dooku's descent into madness. And it's like, if, I don't know if you were watching Star Wars, not in the right order, <laughs> um, you would have been like, Oh, what is this? Why is he turning? Why is he going to be bad? You know what I mean? And so yeah. with, with that episode specifically, so Qui-Gon for sure. Um, I would love to get a Qui-Gon series down the road and then Mace Windu. Um, they've talked forever and ever. Amen about that. Um, would love to get him in a series as well. And even Yaddle, right? Like I would love to hear more of that, you know, cause you know, we've gotten, I would in, love to see interaction between her and Yoda. Yes. Cause they're, they're brother sister. Right. And so like you get, you know, we're, we're in the, the Mandalorian thing now, right. Where we got baby Yoda, Grogu, um, the child, whatever you want to call him. And he's from that race. So prequel wise, you know, let's, let's have a conversation where, or a series where we can have Yaddle or Yoda or, you know, do a series on their race, do a series on, on their origin and who they are and why they are. I don't so. think you'll ever get that. Well, I don't uh, either, George- but. Well, George Lucas said the reason that he he's never even named their race because he wants it shrouded in mystery. Hey, I'm just here with you, Jordan, and you asked the question and I <laughs> answered it accordingly. You did. I think the people that I would most want to see down the line, uh, like I said, Kit Fisto. He, if you don't know who Kit Fisto is, he's a green squid-like alien. And so... Um, he's more like a Jamaican jujitsu kind of Jedi. And I, I think he's awesome. And I think that that would be really fun. I would love to see some peacekeeping. There's a series of comics. Uh, we, we talked about this um, a while ago on the comic book club. And it was called The High Republic. And it's set like a few hundred or a few thousand years before the the prequels. And so the Jedi are out basically like doing frontier stuff. And I would love to, to find Jedi of, of those, like the old Republic and the high Republic and, and to see different eras. And we just get where like the video games and the comics and the, the non-canon universe starts to become canon because we're going to start writing their stories. And I would love to see stuff like that. Um, I think that this was great as a miniseries. I really just wish they didn't do a miniseries and would have done like a full like full season um of this because i just oh, I, I was eating it up the jedi are one of my that and the clones are my favorite part about star wars i loved the clone era i love everything about it from the video games to the movies um it's some of my favorite stuff the only movie that beats out clone era stuff for me is emperor or empire strikes back um but I just, man, I love the Jedi. And I, I saw this and I was like, wow, this was really, really good. I'm glad Micah reminded me. <laughs> which, is, which is funny because like I, I don't know, I'm becoming more and more of a fan of a less is more approach. Um, and I feel like this is just enough. I'm going to go back and rewatch it. But I feel like if, if we got like three or four seasons of 
six episodes, I would be completely happy with it. Oh yeah. And that that's fine. I just it's it's I'm hungry for more. I want more. I don't want them just to leave this as a one six episodes and that's it kind of thing. I'm like, <laughs> give me more. I want I want to know more about these stories. I want to see more about these different people. Well, in the Clone Wars, for me, got a little tiring. You know, it was just as a long... War, as war does. Well, as a long journey of like, okay, there's 100 and plus, you know, 100 plus episodes. And then when we finally get to season seven, you know, season seven's the money, right? And like, it's just there, you know, like you're waiting. Like, and, and to be fair, it's not in chronological order or anything like that, but it, it, it's like, come on. Like we want to get there, we want to get there, and there are some some episodes that are really worth watching in all seven seasons. But for me, season seven takes the cake, and so it's only twelve episodes or thirteen. I don't remember off my head, but I think it's twelve. Yeah, and you get to those last four, and you're like, oh, this is the climax of this show that I've been waiting for for seven seasons. So imagine trying to watch that as it was happening. Yeah, and I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> But, I, was, I was in high school and junior high, I think, around the time that that stuff was happening. So, but but that's part of the reason I'm I've been I've been so grateful for some of these shorter series and some of these shorter, um, you know, they're not they don't have to be, you know, several seasons. We've talked, you know, I haven't been on those episodes with you, Jordan, but like you guys talked about the Flash in a couple of episodes. But like that's ten seasons. I'm not committing. My time to 10 seasons of watching. Is it nine? I think it's nine. Okay. I don't nine. think I actually had a 10th. Yeah. Arrow, seven or eight seasons. Like, I, I just don't have the time to watch that stuff. <laughs> well, and, and again, it comes down to we were watching those as they were happening. Yeah. So, like, in 20 years, if this becomes something that they push out a couple times a year and they just keep continually building stories and, the, and we're meeting new Jedi, we're meeting uh, Jedi who maybe had very little influence on the movies or in the tv shows or in the books or whatever and we're just they're going to start really building it you know that's awesome but eventually down the line someone's going to try and play catch up and they're going to feel like you <laughs> like because i think i think being able to watch the stuff in the moment versus watching stuff later it, it makes the big difference hmm. um what did you think of i'm trying to think of so in the last episode, two things. What did you think of um, seeing Ahsoka kind of like Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Kenobi series, kind of living that civilian life and kind of like downplaying the fact that she's one of the biggest and best Jedis in the world or in the galaxy. I shouldn't say the world, but the galaxy. But she's kind of like downplaying it, which sets up that moment with, you know, um, my other question, which is uh, the Inquisitor. Like... What were your thoughts on that? And then oh my were, gosh, yeah. yeah. So I loved just dragging that lightsaber around, like you know, I'm going to kill somebody, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so her with civilian life, I was like, that it's not going well. I can guarantee this, and it was cool to see that it wasn't going well. I hate that she just really had a rough go because, like mm -hmm. her, like at the end of her story in the Clone Wars before season seven. Like she had a bad go and and that really hurt her character. And I think that's why she's such an awesome character is because of her perseverance. And so when she's out there just being more of the, the farm folk and just 
let me just keep my head down. Let me live my life. Well, something that I appreciated was that she called the Jedi out and she didn't turn to the dark side like Anakin did, but she called the Jedi out and she was like, you know what? If you don't believe me, you're not going to take my word for it or my criticism. I'm just going to step out. I'm going to bow down gracefully or bow out gracefully and just go and, and do this thing without you guys, because I would rather keep my head clear, my conscience clear than to deal with something and you guys not be held accountable and accordingly to well, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I think it's just this whole idea of you counted me guilty till proven innocent where mm-hmm. I'm innocent until proven guilty. Like you guys, you guys screwed up. You guys are the ones. And if you're not fixing this, I don't want to be a part of that. Sure. And so, I mean, I, I see that kind of stuff all the time with mentalities and attitudes. And I, I just, I thought her character was done so well. And then to, for her to come back in season seven, not as a Jedi, but as an advisor, because she had information and then she walks in and she's still running with lightsabers and she's not really a Jedi, but she kind of is. And she's just a force wielding lightsaber carrying bad dude, bad mamma jamma. And for her to sit there on the farm, I thought when, when she's, I'm going to back up real quick when she's on Naboo and they're carrying Padme past I wanted to sit and just be like, my heart just started breaking for her. Cause I'm like, that wasn't just Anakin's wife. That was her friend. And she like is risking everything to go see her friend's funeral. And then her and, and, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Organa. Yeah. Uh, Bail Organa. Yeah. When, when he shows up and he's talking with her and I was like, okay, this is really cool that it's a continuation of his story. And then she goes and does her thing and she comes back and she's like, I'm not a Jedi. I'm not a Jedi. And that inquisitor, wait, you're a Soka Tano. Wait till, wait till I bring your head to the boss. Like one of those kind of things. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way she, she may either run or she might sacrifice something, but there's no way. And then next thing I know, his head is gone. Well, and to back up just a second too, you know, going back to the the Naboo clip with with Padme and the funeral, um, you know, the fact that she knew, like that's got to be heartbreaking in itself. The fact that she knew about Anakin, and there was really nothing that she could do about it. She just knew, and she had to hold that information in. And like it was too late by the time she could tell somebody. And then she goes to the funeral, and she 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 had to have felt an enormous amount of guilt. Oh yeah. Because, you know, A, it was her friend, but B, you know, Anakin was her master. So, God. She had spent years with him. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's just got to be heartbreaking to, to go through that and to see all that. And, yeah. Um, no, I just, I thought that was, that was, it's just this piece of storytelling that I love about Star Wars. Because Star Wars, unlike Marvel and DC, I feel like they've really gotten it right when it comes to letting Dave just run his show. And I don't think that Marvel has done well with allowing and guiding and, and asking the right questions. Cause you, you find someone who does a one breakout hit and they do great on that first outing. And then their second outing, third outing, they're not great about it in the same aspect where I feel like Dave just, he keeps cranking out gold. Well, they haven't, to be fair, Marvel's not done a ton of animated stuff. They've done, the well, spider, saying, they've done the spider verse stuff. In, I'm saying even in their their movies. Oh, okay. Like 
because you have these directors who come back and do multiple multiple stints. I mean, you had uh, John Favreau do two Iron Man movies. You have uh, Joss Whedon do two two Avenger movies. You have Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi, the Russo Taika, brothers. Wow, well, I said that wrong. Yeah, but the Russo brothers get a pass, I think. <laughs> I will let them have a pass because they're. Their Civil War was not my favorite, but yeah, their but, Winter but, Soldier and yes. Infinity War Endgame, yes. I'll let that. And I think the more times I've watched Civil War, especially this year, I've started to like it more. Yeah, same here. Just with just with the understanding that I can't let it be a comic book movie. Like, mm-hmm. it is a comic book-inspired movie. But back to Tales of the Jedi, um, kind of, because this, this episode really doesn't have to be super long, um, because there's not a whole lot. I mean, they're 15 minutes max. Um, per episode and then credits on top of that. So what do you, what, what would you say was your favorite part of the whole series? And then how would you rate it on a scale of one to 10, one being Morbius, 10 being um, the best star Wars thing ever. Empire strikes back. Yeah. Empire strikes back. <laughs> Cause you've already, movie. you've already said that. So, Solid and movie. I, and I would agree. That's probably my favorite star Wars film of all time uh, or star Wars project. Um, Probably go eight and a half, nine. And I'm just being super generous. Um, not because it was bad or anything, but, you know, I've only watched it once and I'm, I plan on going back and rewatching it. Maybe even the night before I go to bed, start it again. Um, we didn't really talk about episode one, but I really appreciated seeing her as a baby and kind of seeing her. From a youngling perspective. Yes. Okay. Yes. And like the tiger, saber tooth tiger or whatever the thing was kind of just carried her back like <laughs> she's a jedi <laughs> like <laughs> duh um like one well, we already knew that but um so eight and a half nine um what was the other question what's your favorite part yeah um probably what you said just a few minutes ago with ahsoka um well two things one either would be qui-gon jen just the whole qui-gon thing wow i'm turning into will shout out to will on your left um <laughs> one, one for me would be Qui-Gon. Give me more Qui-Gon. Two would be, I'm so grateful that they gave a little bit more story to Dooku. And then three, finally, Ahsoka. That's where I got the will thing. Three things. The Ahsoka thing at the end that you just mentioned, you know, she's living that civilian life, but she can't. She can't not do it. She can't not be involved and she can't not, you know, take a stand as a Jedi, whether she wants to be a Jedi or not, or feels that she should be a Jedi or not. She's still possesses the force and she still, you know, has that in her and she wants to do good. And so I think it's that, that that's, it's a piece that all Jedi have that I think my dad always instilled in me and my brother find a need and meet it. Mm -hmm. If someone's hurting, if someone needs something like you just step up and do it, like don't sweat it. Don't worry about it. God will take care of whatever your needs are, but maybe he's going to use you as the tool that will help others have their needs be met. Yeah. And so that's kind of like, that would probably be not necessarily the two of the things I mentioned, but that probably more than anything was the, the fact that Ahsoka, she can't just leave it alone. She's going to help. Yeah. So what about you? I think I'm going to have to throw it at a nine. I don't like to throw anything above an 8.5 anymore, but I think I'm going to throw this at a nine. What about an 8.7? I, no. I'm on the, I'm on the either I go half or Or whole. Yeah. There's, there's no, 
Like, I'm not going to give it like an 8.7259364, something like that. I'm not doing that. Um, I think, though, the reason I give it a nine is because I didn't really find an episode that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Like, my least favorite of them all was probably episode one. But when I watched the first episode, my jaw dropped. I was like, this is just beautiful storytelling. This is helping me understand Ahsoka's backstory better. This is helping, like, I just, I think that that's just the way that this series was. I think it was just amazing. I can't give it a 10 because I think there were some points that it could have been longer. It could have had more episodes. We could have seen not just a focus on Ahsoka and Count Dooku. I mean, I appreciate that, but I think that there could have been more there. Um, If they would have done like nine or 12 episodes and done like, hey, we're going to do three on each Jedi and and built a little bit more, I think that would have been really, really cool. Because I kind of want to see more of a, and I would, I'd be totally down if there was like the saga of the Sith or something like that. And it just talks about how like Palpatine's story of like him and Darth Sidious, um, or is he Darth Sidious? Uh, his master. Um, I would have loved to see some of them. And Plagueis? See some of the Plagueis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Darth Plagueis the Wise. Um, I would have loved to see some of that kind of stuff and how he manipulated uh, the, this, the force to create Anakin. I think that would have been really, really cool. And just to see like how he rose to power from Naboo, like that would have been really, really cool to see. So, but, uh, but I think my favorite part in the whole series, uh, it's probably that fight between uh, Yaddle and, and Dooku. I just, man, I just, I loved that episode. That was hands down my favorite thing in star wars i was just like wow just the the build up the because count dooku in the in the movies like he has this awesome fight he has this great build up in and attack the clones and then he's killed within the first like 20 minutes of the movie in revenge of the sith and if you don't go into the clone wars you have no idea who this character really is yeah and i think too that so like when i first looked at it you know, I didn't think Yada was dead, but I was like, I was wondering, right? Because the door closed. I'm like, he's smashing the door. <laughs> and then, you know, that was one thing Chad, my friend Chad at work said, he he thought the series was, was a little dark on, on. It was. On the darker side of, of violent and things of like that. the horse. Yeah. Yes. Dark side of the horse, but like dark side of being violent. Um, You know, it didn't show anything like super graphic but you knew it was, no, it, was but it was just a storytelling element that it definitely was darker yes it was implied and so you know that you don't get that in some of the other star wars animated series and this was kind of the first glimpse of that versus um you know the live action so chad said he wouldn't let his kids see this i mean he's got six kids and you know he said his one daughter you know is starting to like star wars and he said he probably wouldn't let her watch it at this point because of how dark it was. Yeah. But, you know, what do you do? Yep. So you can watch five right. episodes out of six, but not that one. Yeah. Not that one. <laughs> Sorry, honey, we're going to skip this one. So, but no, I, I think this is a great series. I recommend it. I think this was just an amazing love letter to the fans. Um, Dave Filoni, you have knocked it out yet again. Um, so, Thank you guys for for listening to us. This is a shorter episode, but 
all these episodes were short, so we're just going to claim it as a win. So uh, check us out next week. We should be having our Wakanda Forever episode next week, and there will be spoilers in there. Uh, check out all of our other stuff, and we will catch you next time here on